Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This, this is Asinine Radio. This is the this is the weekly music podcast. This is where we rank all of the albums uh, from whatever artists we're doing uh, this week. And this week we're doing DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So they have five. They put out five records um, over their career. So we're gonna rank those from worst to best. But before we do that, we're gonna do our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, uh, go look up the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Same idea, but with Tom DeLonge. And uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And uh, my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Uh, mm. So let's just jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. I only have one thing because I wasn't expecting to record today, so it was very last minute. So I only have one. Um, okay. I don't know how many you have. I have, you have? I have two. Okay. But I, yeah, I have two. I, I could do, okay. I could, so I could do one, you could do one, I could do one, whatever. Yeah, let's do that. Um, what do you got? So I, I was going to go in the theme, but mm-hmm. then I... Uh, so so I, my theme would be is going to be Bad Boys, Bad Boys okay. theme. And I was okay, like, oh, there's three of them. And I, I, I was going to do three people, but then I couldn't think of who the third star of Bad Boys was until I realized it was fucking Will Smith. And I skipped over that, so that was whatever. But that by that time, I was already like, ah, I'm done with this shit. Cause it took me forever to do the the second one. But the first one, so with Will Will Smith was in Bad Boys with uh, Tia Leone. Uh, Tia okay. Leone was in The Family Man, the Nicolas Cage movie, with Mackenzie Vega. Mackenzie, me neither. Mackenzie Vega was in Sin City. She played uh, an earlier version, like a younger version of the Jessica Alba character. She was in Sin City with okay. Devin Aoki. If you can guess okay. who Devin's brother is, one Steve, Steve. Aoki. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got and it. Uh, I got it. Yeah. Steve to Blink, Blink to Tom, Tom to Steve. It's a circle. It's a triangle, <laughs> I guess. There you go. Yeah. What a connection. Okay, so... Uh, so my my one I just I tried to come up with as quickly as I could in my head. So we start with uh, the band Wicked Wisdom. If you don't know who this band is, <laughs> this is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's band. So Will Smith's wife. It's her band. Uh, she she's the lead singer of this band. They're a metal band. And um, fun little fact: I saw this band open up Ozfest in 2005, summer hey. of 2005. They were the first band to, to open at like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. And uh, Will Smith was on the side of the stage, and he was having a blast watching his wife play. So that was pretty cool. Uh, also, in Wicked Wisdom, Thomas Pridgen played drums for this band, and I actually saw him play that day, too. He was the drummer for the band. So Thomas Pridgen, um, who also played in the Mars Volta with Omar and Cedric, Omar and, Omar and Cedric uh, were in a band called Anti-Mask. Travis Barker also played in that band, and uh, was played on one of their records, and so Travis to Tom, and there you go. There's my connection. It's, Wicked uh, wisdom to Tom DeLong. 
it's getting to the point now where you're like you're wikipedia these people and like building these chains and then you get to a familiar mm-hmm. phase you're like oh now i know i can get back to tom and so you know either you try not to go that route but sometimes like you just you got it. You, you got to. it. He's like, I'm not gonna spend yeah. fucking five hours doing this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, and and yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't have time to go through Wikipedia. So this is like the only thing I could think of off my off the top of my head was the this, Thomas Bridge, and that was that was the easiest one. This one, this one took me a while. This one was probably the hardest one until I realized what sh- what this person was in. But Will Smith was in Bad Boys again with Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence mm-hmm. was in uh, Death at a Funeral. With Zoe Caldana, she plays Gamora in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zoe was in Lennon or McCartney, which is that um, kind of documentary Lennon versus McCartney, who was better film. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I, I almost will use this now as like a like a a gateway because dude, there's so many people that gave their two cents on this. But Tim McIlrath from Rise Against, he was. Mikhail Rath, mm, okay. he was in this as well. Um, Tim was in a, a a documentary Descendants movie called Filmage, Filmage, with Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus okay. contributed some stuff to that. Um, Mark Tom. There you oh, go. Baby. Wow, that's kind of a roundabout way, but it works. It works, baby. Look at that <laughs> that one that one sounded like it took some research to get to. It was it was more just, so than the first one. It was just the going from Zoe to to Tim like that. I don't know, that that Lennon McCartney thing because it that's, wasn't yeah, listed under one. her. It wasn't listed under her Wikipedia. Okay, could have gone IMDb, but that's fine too. Yeah. Nah, I, I only use you Wikipedia. Know, you're working with movies. Wikipedia is gospel, of course, of course, of course. gospel according you, to Mark. You, you only use Wikipedia and you never use YouTube. So there you go. Dang, you know what's crazy? The gospel according to Mark. The gospel according to Luke. The gospel according to Leia. Is that the three of them? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were being serious for a second. I'm like, mm, well, okay. the first two were serious, but last the first one was two, serious. yeah, but Leia is not, yeah, or maybe the okay. last one. Yeah, um, I I, yeah, honestly, you never know. Um, let's see here. So yeah, let's just move on to our our album ranking. So like I said, uh, they have five. They put out five records. Um, and we'll start with uh, their their least best. So number five, what do you got? Okay, their least best. None of these are bad. I, I didn't I didn't no. I didn't I didn't have any listen where I was like, dude, this is terrible. Everything was at least like, okay, this is fun and I dig it. Mm-hmm. So everything's at least a two. So n- number number five for me, he's a DJ, I'm the rapper. Their second album, nineteen eighty eight. Dude, this one was long. It was fucking That's very long. long. So long. And the problem is there's no there's no complexity to Will Smith's raps. It's it's fun and entertaining, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, there's really nothing separating this from Rock the House, and it's interesting True. that that parents just don't understand. One like the first ever rap Grammy, 1989, because so strange. it beat Salt and Peppa's Push It and JJ Fad's Supersonic. Both songs are fucking better than parents yeah, just don't understand. I just don't agreed, understand. Agreed. So yeah, I, he's the DJ Aaron the rapper. I don't. I have nothing really bad to say about it. It's just. Rock the House is better, and mm-hmm. everything else is better. But whatever. Um, I like rhythm tracks, <laughs> house party style. Uh, Killer is that the, beat by the live one. 
Maybe it was live. Mm-hmm. This is this is the one where 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 uh, Will Smith acts like a hype man to Jeff, and it's just like really cool to let yeah, yeah, Jeff yeah, breathe. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that that was a live one then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was a live one. It was. Nah. Yeah, it was. Cool scratch track. That was a good. That was, that was a great one. Mm-hmm. That was good. But yeah, that was, was that was one. that was my favorite. <clears throat> okay, or your least favorite, or no, your favorite song off your least favorite record. Correct. There you go. Uh, so my, my least best, much like you, none of them are bad. They're all good. At least a two, uh, at least a two out of three. And, uh, but my number five is, uh, home base, uh, their fourth record. And, um, this one, this is, you know, them kind of going away from the, like the, the fun hip hop, I guess you could say, even though it's still kind of goofy, but this is more to me, like when I, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, they took a lot of influence from like 80s pop music and really threw that in there. And then you could tell this is like the transition from what they were doing on their first three records to Will Smith's solo record. It's very much more more conventional pop than anything else. So that's kind of why I just kind of didn't really get like, I really didn't dig it as much because that the 80s pop influence, but it was still pretty good. And uh, the best song on this one was I'm All That. I think that's the opening song. It just has that really cool bass loop. And um, yeah, and just Will Smith's flow on this one is it's it's faster. It's more it's not as like choppy as, uh, you know, the older stuff. But it's really good. It's a really good song. Pretty cool album. So that's my number five. It's home bass. Damn. So what do you got for number four? Number four. Yeah, it's the way she goes. You, this is probably your number one, huh? Home base is probably your number, number one. Number four. You're fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. And in this corner, that's their okay. third album, 1989. Third um, this wow, is, this I'm surprised these ones are ranking so low. Dude, this is, again, this is not this is not totally dissimilar from the first two records. And I, I, I think it's, yeah. I think his wit and his storytelling has improved a lot. He's able to kind of like mm-hmm. semi-elevate his rhyming to 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 match, mm-hmm. and it's not so goofy and so childish. But it's just not. This is the same thing, dude. This is the same thing, and he's he's a one. Even all five albums, Will Smith is a one a one trick pony here. But um, it's okay. Yeah, okay. There's there's some funny stuff. So here's here's um here's probably the worst lyric that will smith has ever spit out in these five records so he says i'm <laughs> i'm rough like sandpaper hard like algebra that's what he fucking says like that's that's a line that's cool <laughs> dude that's so stupid that's so fucking lame that it's so um it's so all ages of him of a lyric you know or of a line he does a lot of stupid lyrics, but that dude, that was, did you really just fucking say that? And he has a lot of self like <laughs> wank songs where he talks about he's the greatest. And I don't even know if it's like a real thing or if it's a tongue in cheek thing. I don't even know, but damn. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite song was, was, uh, the, the girl he had a mustache. Like, how could you not like that song? A funny tale about him checking out a girl. Jesus. <laughs> the girl, he had a mustache. It's funny. This is a good, this is a good song. It's a great this one. Is, no, it's, <laughs> it's almost it's almost still okay because of how uh, how like how accessible it is how pc it is how not mm-hmm. confrontational it is you know yeah 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 
it's just it's a very just silly song it could be taken like in a in a bad way but the way he presents it is it's it's more innocent than than offensive or anything like that yeah offensive there you go how non-offensive this is how non-offensive a potentially very offensive situation unfolds and it, it carries well it, it, it's it's i don't know it, it's good 90s funny and it carries well till today and it's <laughs> his his shock is, yeah. is funny it's it's good it made me giggle <laughs> i laughed a lot yeah, on this on this on this listen through, through it was through, really so. surprisingly a lot funnier than i thought it was going to be considering we all know he's a very clean clean cut you know lyricist so it was good it was good stuff so that was your number four uh my number four is code red his their last their last record fifth record uh this one, this one took more of like a, a harder edge. It was more gangster rap, more it was more gangster rap influence, which I thought was kind of funny because this band is just so not that. So kind of hearing them do that was, was like it was just comical. It was it was <laughs> stupid, um, but th- there were even moments or like the, my favorite song was "Boom Shake Room," uh, because it was just a little bit harder. It was a little bit faster, but there were there were many parts in the song that sounded like public enemy or that he was trying to sound like chuck d and i i couldn't take it seriously but it was still a solid song it was good and this album was was it was just fun it was it was fun because you know that they were trying so hard but they just they it just did not work out for them and it's probably for the best that they didn't make any more records after this (laughs) but but no it was it was cool code red it was cool and okay. it, was, it was weird too because on the cover, I DJ Jazzy Jeff wasn't even on the cover; it was just Will Smith. So I thought that was kind of weird, but I don't know. So that's my number four. What do you got for number three? Uh, number three, Home Base, their fourth album, nineteen ninety one. I can't believe you like the same three albums as your top three. It's a fucking trilogy <laughs> of the same shit over and over. That's all right. But so it's Home a Base good trilogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, home base for the album 1991 dude this one kicks off right with the rad bass line i'm with you i'm all that the opener that's the best mm-hmm. fucking song this is yeah i agree it's this is just it's so jarring coming off of of the last album and then it's just it just doesn't make any fucking sense and it's it's so different than what they've already been doing because they've done the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over three times when that when home base kicks off with i'm all that this is comes out of left field and it's 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 it sets a good tone and this is the beginning of the gangster rap phase for them this i mean up until now this yeah. is the most gangster rap shit that they've done it's harder it's deeper it's it's it's, it's heavier it's, but it's still it's still just will being will and overall the like the beats are great they're layered and they're deeper i think there's a lot of stuff going on that jeff does but you think so overall it's I, I f- it's still, this this is still a two yeah, I, but I feel like the the last two records they were, it was just like a lot less scratchy and it was more it was more song based rather than storytelling and and riffing off of each other, which is fine. But they did it so well on the first three records that it's like I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it was good. It's still good. Still good. Yeah. So that's yeah. your that's your number three. Number three. Uh, so my number three. Is uh, he's the he's the DJ? I'm the rapper. Second record. Uh, this is really only number three because it is so long. But it was still a really fun listen through. 
and uh, the best song on it is Brand New Funk. It's his, his flow. It's not really kind of what I expected from from him at this point. Uh, he was a little. It was a little bit more groovier. Uh, you know, just a very simplistic drum machine, which was kind of cool. Was different instead of using like um, you know, a, a typical like sampled sampled drum beat. He used like a drum machine, which was cool. Um, yeah, some great scratching. Great song, and I think it's a solid record, even though it's a little bit long. And like you said, the the live song too. It, it it's cool how they he kind of just hypes them up. It's it's fun. It's just through and through. It's fun. But so. like literally, we will be talking about that same exact song on Rock the House. Yeah, that's true. Like like they just fucking <laughs> redid this same fucking thing from Rock the House. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Annoying. It's not annoying. It's still it's good. It's annoying. It's annoying. All right. So what do you got for number two? Uh, Code Red, their last album, 1993. Dude, this is, this is the best of the other side of these guys. So this, this group, True, this yeah. duo, they only have two things. They have the goofy rock the house sound you know, from the late 80s that takes nothing seriously. And they have the goofy early 90s stuff that takes nothing seriously, but is trying to pretend like they're hard. That's it. Those are the only two sounds they have. And this is the best of the other sound. <laughs> this is hard, yeah, it's it's heavy, it's fun, and it's sort of endearing. Like these two, these two have come full circle in their music and they've evolved slowly. <laughs> it was slow evolved, but they've definitely like evolved. And I completely understand why they stopped after this record. Do you, what are you going to do? Will Smith never really improved in his writing style. He did no, great stuff. But he didn't like, need to. That's a thing. Yeah. He, he did great stuff, but he's not. Uh, gee, five albums. I'm fucking surprised he even got five albums out of this. Like this is a this is a three <laughs> album group for sure. Like five albums. You're. I'm again. I'm fucking surprised, but this is cool. And I think I think this is cool because they do a lot of like nursery rhyme stuff, which is one of my favorite songs. Twinkle, twinkle. They do a lot of nursery rhyme stuff. A lot of fallbacks mm-hmm. on classic songs, like I Dream of Genie and the Rock the House stuff that we'll talk about. A lot of songs that like everybody knows and and they're undeniably catchy. And so the Twinkle Twinkle song, my favorite song, it's specifically it's like the way he says the second part of the Twinkle Twinkle chorus. Like everybody knows the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Up and then he says, Up above the world the, up above the clouds so high. And then he says, No, not me. I'm just a regular guy. Like the way he says it is Will <laughs> Smith. And Will Smith even though he's so G-rated, yeah. he has a very commanding voice. He can be very commanding. He his 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 facial features. I mean, he's a he's not like a great actor, but he's a good enough actor to demand respect when he walks into a room. Not just because he's like higher than fucking everything because of how much he's done, but he's just he just has a very like commanding voice and a very good presence and he stands up straight and he looks yeah. at you in the eye and just like, you know, he's seen a lot. And then everything that he's done, like the Fresh Prince and then all of the hip hop stuff and the acting and his personal life and like everything about Will Smith is just, he commands respect. And it's almost like a wasted opportunity that this never progressed past Code Red because Code Red for me is still just a two. It's, it's a little bit heavier it's almost like Jeff was trying to get Will to push himself further and further, but 
Will just he he, he can't. Mm-hmm. And then listening to Will solo stuff, like clearly he doesn't he doesn't go any further than lyrically he doesn't <laughs> go any further than this. And which is it's yeah. fine. You don't need to whatever. This is not. He wanted to be a rapper for a little bit, but his ultimate goal was to be a movie star. So I I, I get and a pop star really. Uh, yeah, I I I get why. He he didn't push us any further, um, but it's just—he's a one-trick pony, man. He's a one-trick pony, and this band was <laughs> uh, was doomed. I guess if you want to even say doomed, but this band was was a three a, a, a three-record band that I'm mm-hmm. like again, yeah. I am fucking I surprised that I they squeezed they five. Done two records at most. So surprised they got five. I know. Five. I was surprised that they had five. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. Um, yeah, Code Red. So, what, what was your favorite? Oh yeah, it was a uh, uh, wish upon a star, on a star or whatever. Yeah, that was your favorite one. Uh, so my number two is and in this corner, third record. Uh, this one, I mean, the first three records, they're they're a lot alike. They're a lot of the same stuff, and the only reason this one is higher than he's the DJ is because it's shorter. It's it's a more easily digestible album than than he's the dj and that's pretty much it it's but it, otherwise the music's pretty much the same and uh but my favorite song is jazzy's groove uh it's really fun upbeat song uh kind of strays away from his normal flow which is kind of cool but it's still it's still really fluid and it, it's just a great fucking song it's groovy to an extent so yeah, there you go. That's my that's my number two is end in this corner. So, I don't want to talk too much about the this this era until we get into the main album of the week because we'll have some stuff to talk about. So <laughs> that leads us into you know our the their best record and that's Rock the House. So uh, go listen to the main episode because because you want to because we're the best ever. So yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> we're the gope. <laughs> 